This is Trades, Tools, and Talks, a podcast powered by Simpro. I'm your host, Carly Huckles. Do you work in the trades industry? Likely you do if you're listening to this. Do you like using data to help your business be more efficient and keep your customers happy? Did you take Simpro's Voice of the Trades survey earlier this year? If so, thank you. Also, today is your lucky day. Come with me as we look into some of the findings from our 2023 Voice of the Trades report. Let's dig in. Hi, welcome and thank you for tuning into the 2023 Voice of the Trades. I'm Natasha Ranich, the Vice President of Product Marketing here at Simpro, and I'll be your moderator for this session. And joining me, we have Connor Breen, Vice President of Account Management at Simpro, Laura Theodore, Simpro's Chief Customer Officer, and Miranda McKenna, our Research Supervisor from Kickstand. Thank you everyone for joining us. You've joined us today out of curiosity and perhaps to validate what you think you know has been happening in your trades and field industry. Today, we're pleased to release results of the study and share with you some key insights and opportunities that can stem from the data that the Simpro Group has uncovered with the help of Kickstand. Before we dive in, Miranda, can you tell us a little bit about how the study was conducted? Absolutely, thank you, Natasha. So to understand where trade professionals felt the most pressure in 2022, Simpro surveyed full-time trade industry employees based in the United States. This study was conducted at a 95% confidence level with a plus or minus 4% margin of error. The primary industries represented include, but are not limited to, construction, electrical, cleaning services, and facilities management. Additionally, Simpro conducted a supplementary survey of 815 Simpro customers from the US, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and the United Kingdom. We wanted this data to speak directly to Simpro's customers and end users. So 25% of our total respondents from both studies were business owners, CEOs, or managing managing directors, and 23% of our non-customer respondents are field technicians. Most of our respondents sat in that 10 to 49 employees range, 45% of our respondents there, but we did also have 27% under 10 employees and 28% with over 50 employees in our total respondent count. All right, thank you, Miranda. 2022 was a challenging year for trade professionals right across the globe. From rising material prices, inflation, and finding and hiring qualified talent, the industry has faced some headwinds. We asked survey participants to tell us about their top priorities for 2022, and our research surfaced three common themes. These were sales, employee retention, and hiring. However, actualizing these goals proved difficult for a variety of reasons. In fact, Simpro's research showed a number of challenges that arose. First, on the customer front, 66% of respondents said customer acquisition was more challenging for their trade businesses in 2022 than in 2021, and 60% said the same for customer retention. Second, internally, 76% said hiring proved to be more difficult year over year, and 69% said retaining good employees was more difficult in 2022 than in 2021. And finally, on the operational side, 71% said inventory management was more challenging in 2022 than 2021. So what we're going to do now is to discuss some of the challenges that trade businesses face when trying to achieve these priorities and what solutions are available. Scheduling is the first area we're going to tackle. 
one of the biggest impacts to achieving goals for customer acquisition and retention is getting jobs scheduled and completed. However, our respondents told us they struggled with scheduling errors. The majority of these, 84%, said scheduling hiccups left teams either stretched too thin, overstaffed, and 59% shared that they'd experienced being double booked as a result. So to get the job done, trade workers need a clear, comprehensive and ironed out schedule. Let's talk about some of the things that businesses can do today to be more responsive and more efficient with scheduling not only their workforce, but also limited equipment and materials. Miranda, did the data help uncover any successes here? 21% of our respondents experienced scheduling errors, and this problem heavily impacted the plumbing industry specifically. Those working in plumbing were 110% more likely than average to say that scheduling errors impacted their business. And as you mentioned earlier, the most common impacts of scheduling errors were over and understaffing and also double booking. And we know that scheduling errors can impact how trade businesses can finish their jobs effectively. Can you give some examples, Connor, of how scheduling can impact that efficiency? Um, The most obvious is a upset customer. Um, You know, if I don't schedule properly, that upset customer can turn into delayed revenue or just lost revenue altogether. If you have any type of volume of of service work, mid to high levels, you know, one missed schedule can throw off your entire day, which can throw off your entire week and so on. You know, and then it can lead to increased non-billable resource costs. It can also lead to, you know, extended and unnecessary fuel costs and just the knock-on effects just come and come and come. So that one day of a missed schedule can, can really blow up a week. Yeah. And Laura, you know, from a customer satisfaction perspective, how does scheduling errors affect customer satisfaction? Yeah, well, you know, just to to add to what Connor said, you know, almost a quarter of the survey respondents said that because of those issues, they had experiences, but they had poor customer service experiences, um, which resulted in low customer satisfaction as they reached back out to their customers. Um, It impacts the entire field service business. First impressions make a difference. Um, It impacts the entire business, and when your first interaction with the customer is poor, you have an uphill battle to go from there. So the first priority should be making sure that you're showing up on time and starting that first customer experience outright. Great advice. Our study indicated that trade businesses anticipated more challenges in 2023, with rising material prices, inflation and staff retention still impacting trade businesses right across the globe. So let's talk about some of the things that businesses can do today to be more responsive, more efficient with scheduling and not only scheduling of their workforce, but of things like equipment and materials. Did the data in the study help uncover any successes here, Miranda? Yes, so 76% of our respondents say they plan to invest in new technologies in 2023 to combat these issues. And 40% specifically believe that technology can help their business improve job management and workflows this year. So it's clear that people know that they have a problem and they know what they need to fix it. Interestingly, we found that non-SIMPRO users were 26% more likely than SIMPRO users to say that a lack of visibility into scheduling led to field staff being late for a job, and 22% more likely than SIMPRO users to say that they've experienced issues with under or over staffing. 
Great. Connor, I'm going to turn to you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what steps can businesses take to improve scheduling and avoid some of the negative impacts on customer service that Laura mentioned earlier? Yeah, the, you know, the being a trade contractor is a very fluid life, a fluid world, but at a minimum, try to plan ahead, plan a week ahead, two weeks ahead um, will really help. And then also if there's changes throughout the week and you're in your scheduling that that information is relayed to your field staff. Um, having a dedicated scheduler, somebody that's dedicated to the, to oversee the schedule, to dispatch the technicians, to make changes as they come, because those changes will come. So those are the, the, the main two points. Thank you. In some ways, word of mouth and repeat business are a necessity to keep a business functioning and afloat in this environment. Laura, what are some of the ways that businesses can improve customer satisfaction, perhaps even after a poor experience? Yeah, companies need to be looking for and leveraging tools that help them amplify communication with their customers. Um, Use customer satisfaction surveys as well. Get greater insight into your customer sentiment so that you can surface areas for improvement that you hadn't otherwise noticed or realized were a problem. Uh, Another thing that customers are looking for is ease of doing business with you, online scheduling and booking, self-service capability. Today, customers want to easily be able to schedule and pay for appointments online. If you can give them that, they'll remember how convenient the service was that you provided to them, and they'll be more likely to book with you again in the future, as well as refer you to their peers in their network. Our second area of focus is around wasted time. Most of those in trade businesses didn't get their start because of a love of administrative work and paperwork. Unfortunately, our study indicated that workers are still spending an average of 13 hours per week on admin tasks. Additionally, 89% said the mountain of paperwork has given them less time to spend on other priorities. This means projects go slower and timelines can be missed. When field staff are bogged down by low value tasks, they can't show up for their customers. So what I'm interested in learning is, does this overload of administrative tasks affect the ability of field service professionals, including technicians and those in office operations, to complete jobs effectively and efficiently? Miranda, what do you think? Absolutely. Um, But, you know, it's important to note that when we compare the data between those using the SimPro suite of products and those not using the technology or maybe even using alternative platforms, we can see that with the help of SimPro's automation capabilities, users were able to avoid bearing the full brunt of tedious tasks. So in the data, we found that those not using SimPro were 39% more likely than SimPro users to agree that the time spent on admin tasks has led to customer frustration and 27% more likely to agree that admin time makes projects go slower. Yep. This is, you know, a little bit different than scheduling, but it has a similar impact to the customer directly, although it's kind of behind the curtain, the customer doesn't see those administrative tasks directly. They feel the impact of those dragging things out and and taking more time. Um, Almost three quarters, actually 64% of the respondents said that wasting time on administrative tasks Um, had such a large administrative burden that it negatively impacted their ability to service customers. 68% of those who said that they were wasting time on administrative tasks said that this has directly contributed to customer frustrations. Does anybody else have any insights? 
Yeah, I can jump in. Um, you know, I, it's also important to talk about the these repetitive, tedious, just endless administrative tasks. They don't only affect the customer, they affect the, the staff, both in the office and in the field. You know, job performance, it, it all ties together. You know, the more that you can streamline these, the, the better everybody is going to be for sure. Um, you know, the also the lack of a plan, any type of plan, you know, the lack of a plan is going to create a lack of transparency and, you know, which is going to affect, again, the customers, but it's going to affect your employees. It's going to affect that their, that, that their ability to do their job and then wanting to do their job and wanting them to stay with you and stay with your business. And looking ahead to 2023, most of our respondents indicated that they anticipated continued struggles with hiring, 73%. That means that there will still likely be challenges with getting all of this admin work completed. What are some of the things that businesses can do today to tackle the mountain of paperwork that they're working on um, and reduce the amount of time um, that they're wasting and how can they be more responsive to their customers? Well, to start off with, you should have a tool for your business, but if you don't have a tool, you know, we can go back to that 73% of people are, are, of these businesses are worried about acquiring and retaining employees. So the tool is so important. Um, you know, the, document your internal processes. So say I don't have a tool. So first off, I need to document the inter my internal processes, document who does what. That is a, a good practice for any business because once you get into that, you'll understand, oh, geez, I don't know who does this part. And well, sometimes this person does this, but, you know, so the documentation of those, those processes and who does what, you know, and then plan ahead to the best of your ability. Back to that, your, your world, anybody that's listening has a very fluid every single day. You don't know what you're getting into. Try to the best of your ability to plan ahead. If you do have a tool, which I highly suggest, um, you know, start with automating your workflows. Back to that process. Who does what? How can I streamline this? How can I automate what we do? Getting the information that comes from the customer into the office, back into the hands of the field and back and forth is gonna save you time. It's gonna save you money. You know, everybody has, from the office has done the chase chasing invoices, chasing customers, chasing the information, where are the receipts, all of those things. And same thing with the field staff, that they've always chased their tail. Because if I don't have a tool, if I don't have a way to capture this, I have to drive back to the office. I forgot my paper. I've, I forgot the receipt, any of those things. By having something that can capture that information, it will streamline your day. You'll have all everything at your fingertips and it just makes everybody's life so much easier. And we're all about making things yeah. easier. Another I would add to that, make sure that you are including your staff in that. They will know those areas of wasted time that you won't necessarily see as a business owner because they're making things happen every day. Um, and by including them in that, including in that, them in documenting the process and uncovering those areas, as you look to change those, you will get better buy-in and you'll be able to adapt the changes that you need to make faster. Very sound advice. Thank you, Laura. Another challenge area for field service businesses was cash flow issues stemming from invoicing and payments. This includes late payments, incorrect or incomplete invoices, and payment processing issues. Payment problems are all too common and difficult to go back and correct. 
In fact, 18% of our respondents reported that they experienced challenges with invoicing and payment collections in the last 12 months. And of that, more than half said this resulted in issues with tracking and even collecting receivables, with 45% saying this led to cancelled jobs. And I did find it interesting that HVAC workers were 122% more likely than average to have challenges with invoicing and or payment collections. Now, as we all know, cash flow is not going to be less important in the future. So let's discuss some of the ways that field service businesses can make sure they are accurately and effectively managing receivables. How does the use of technology like Simpro address the challenges with invoicing and payments and what specific benefits does it provide to field service businesses? When we compare the data between non-Simpro users and Simpro users, this proved to be one of the largest areas where Simpro technology made life easier. Non-customers were an astounding 309% more likely than customers to say that issues with invoicing or payments have resulted in canceled jobs. So obviously that's huge. They were also 95% more likely to say these issues resulted in dissatisfied customers. Yep, from the position of Simpro, we have a lot of options depending on the different types of work that you do. Um, you know, the the ability to collect payments faster because that's why everybody is in this is to get paid. Um, you know, the ability to collect those payments in the field. So if you're doing service work, the quick, back to my last one, the information going to and fro the office to the field. If we have that, if your field staff has that, they can raise an invoice, they can take a payment same day. So that is huge. That's a, a great way to bring in, you know, increased revenue and not chase the invoice. Um, you know, the other one is we have multiple options on how you can receive the payment within Simpro. I can receive it out in the field. I can do it in the office. Do I need to take a credit card, a check? Um, you know, we give a lot of different options on the, on, on the ways that I can take payment. So, I can take my payments for service work, that's easy, but what about my projects? We have the ability to do progress invoices throughout the life of a project. So we could take it from the deposit all the way to your last payment, your last invoice. We track that throughout the, the lifespan of the project and you know when you've gotten your money, you know your any aged receivables, anything that is lingering and you can trace that from start to finish. What's interesting is that we found from the research within Simpro that by using a combination of tools with Simpro, our users can convert 20% more quotes to jobs and take 50% more payments than others. When we asked panelists about priorities for 2023, 95% said that customer experience was a high priority. It sounds like this is a really good place to start. Laura, as, as Chief Customer Officer, what are your insights to this? Yeah, I think when we talk about the customer experience as it relates to payments, again, today's customers want to have convenience in terms of how they're interacting with you. So it's important to make sure that you're investing in tools that provide a different variety of options. 37% um, of the respondents said that they have invested in tools to implement on-site payment. Um, provide a variety, a variety of ways that customers can engage at that point where they're actually doing the financial transactions so that just like when it comes to scheduling, you're making the experience convenient and easy and one that they'll remember. Let's turn our attention to hiring and training. No matter your industry, recruiting, training and retention have become increasingly difficult in the past few years and the trade industry is no exception. 
In fact, the majority of our respondents agreed they experienced challenges with hiring and training in 2022. And one of the biggest issues noted was that both hiring and training take too much time. This is especially difficult, given that more than half the companies experiencing the issues with hiring and training don't have a formalised training process in place. And we know that there are challenges with labour shortages. But now, once you find the right people, how do you train and retain them? The outlook for 2023 is still looking rough, with nearly three in four respondents anticipating hiring to be more challenging this year than last. So, Laura, how does the lack of formalised training impact retaining and even hiring employees? Yeah, there's an expectation that if I'm going to join an organization, I'm going to be given the tools that I need to be able to do my job well. Um, And not having a plan will shine through. It will make it harder for you to attract talent. And as people are looking around, it will make it harder harder to retain them. So in order to address that, you really need to make sure that not only are you looking at your onboarding plan, you're looking at ongoing training and education on what's going on in technology. Continue to empower your teams. That will affect the new hire experience as well. They will see that you're investing in your existing talent and it will make you more attractive to top talent. So you've got to make sure that you're helping them stay up up to speed on not only what's happening in technology, but within the industry. They need to know where to go to get information. Field service teams take great pride in being able to do what they do well and to do it efficiently. So make sure that they know how to get to the information that they need. Um, And then when you're looking at your existing staff, people that really know the business that you really want to keep around, make sure that you, you take the time to really put some change management strategies into place as you're adapting your business to keep up with the changing times so that you're, you're keeping that momentum with the folks who have been making your business run so well for so long um, as you look to make improvements. And you'll find that as you do that, they will actually help you be able to make change and pivot faster to keep up with the changes in your industry and the technology available. Okay, moving on, the pandemic and economic downturn forced many of us to become more aware of our supply chain. It's no surprise that the majority of our survey respondents had issues with inventory or the supply chain in 2022. 57% had issues with stock availability in particular. When materials are available, they're too expensive. And so it's no surprise that the majority of our survey respondents, 60%, experienced challenges with inventory and or supply chain in 2022. And 71% noted that inventory management was more difficult in 2022 than 2021. Miranda, how did the issues with inventory and supply chain disruption impact the ability of trade businesses to complete their jobs on time? 82% of those who experienced supply chain or inventory issues had to reschedule a job due to missing equipment or stock, and 81% had to delay progress on a job due to that missing equipment or stock. And then, as you mentioned, material cost is also a very common issue. 60% of our respondents who reported issues with profitability cited high material costs as their company's biggest barrier. But while individual companies can't mend the supply chain themselves, they can help their workers navigate it and keep their customers happy when complications inevitably arise. For those who have experienced supply chain issues firsthand, how important, Miranda, is increased visibility? 80% said that more visibility into material costs would increase their efficiency and customer satisfaction. And 85% said more visibility into material costs would increase their company's profitability. So on all ends of the business, we can see that this is paramount to success. 
And how can field service professionals optimise their material procurement to minimise the impact of high material costs on profitability? Inventory is so important, but in this climate, it has become even more important. So having visibility of your inventory, having an accurate inventory, both in the warehouse, at the office, and out on the road is so very important. Adding a tool to help you track that inventory and really track minimum quantities. I want to have minimum quantities set up in my inventory because some of the items might come from another country, they might come from who knows where, and with supply chain disruptions, I don't want to be caught with not having enough of fill in the blank. You know, if I have my inventory tight, my and accurate, I have my minimum quantities that I always know that I have enough to get the job done because nobody wants to lose money because you're waiting on hold for, for a piece of equipment or any type of material. Um, the other one is keeping an accurate, up-to-date, to the best of your ability, catalog from not just one supplier. You should do it from multiple suppliers because as you're quoting customers, and procuring your materials to be able to have some options to go because you might not be able to get the materials from supplier A, but you could get it from supplier B and C. If you don't have that in information in front of you, you're never gonna know and you're always gonna be waiting on supplier A. So that would be my, my recommendation. Once again, great advice, Connor. What gives us hope in meeting the challenges ahead and thriving is a more thoughtful use of technology to support trade operations. We learned through the study that technology and innovation are top of mind. 76% of respondents said their company plans to adopt new technologies in 2023. 72% believe that new technology and software must be adopted to remain competitive in 2023. And 76% of companies are planning new ways to innovate their operations in 2023. So technology will be used increasingly to support day-to-day -day operations from general admin, to scheduling, job management and workflows, processing customer communications and collecting payments. The most sought after tools of 2023, as dictated by this Voice of the Trade study by the global participants, are for technologies that include project management, inventory and order management and customer relationship management. I think it's safe to say that the key to remaining competitive and to lead is to get your trade technology in order. That means making sure you have the right platform for your business, taking the time to understand the systems and processes and software that you have before you look at what more you need. Technology provides productivity and efficiency gains, many with insights into job profitability and business performance, and ensuring that your existing team members have the support and training for the technology you've invested in or know where to go to learn more enables your business to squeeze every last bit of value out of the software that you use. Across the board, we learned that Simpro users don't experience the same volume of retention and satisfaction issues as non-users. Folks who aren't on the Simpro bandwagon were 107% more likely than others to say that they've experienced issues with low customer satisfaction in the past 12 months and non-users were a whopping 422% more likely than Simpro users to say that they've experienced issues with low customer retention. Whilst technology has become a necessity for business, we learned that business owners, managers, and CEOs 
were 22% less likely than average to say that new technology and software must be adopted in 2023 to, to remain competitive. This is a concern, but also an opportunity. For those that are embracing technology and innovation in their business, they are best placed to separate themselves from the rest of the pack. Now let's dive into some of your questions. One of the questions that's come through is, how do I know if I'm using the right technology for my business? Connor, have you got any input for this? Yeah, the, do you have proper visibility of your business from start to finish? Do you know where your cash flow is? Do you know where your costs are coming from? You know, the, if, if the answer to that is no, then you probably don't have the right technology. So those are the, the main things that I would look at is just that visibility start to finish of your business, which can cover a lot of ground, but really that cash flow and your costs are the two most important. Laura, let's pass this question to you. Technology adoption has been a big challenge for my team. What are some of the ways that I can make sure my team adopts and uses new technology? Yeah, um, I would say so many, so many people struggle with that. And you know, one big thing to do is make sure that you're communicating early and often about the benefit to your field staff. What are the pain points that they've been experiencing and how is this change going to help relieve that pain for them? Uh, the other thing is to identify people who are willing to try, your early adopters, uh, people who are excited about technology and have them start before you roll it out to everyone so you can build up some successes and get them to talk to the rest of the organization about how it's working well. And then the last thing we check in, acknowledge when there are bumps in the road, because anytime you're going to roll out something new, it's never going to be perfectly smooth, but check in, acknowledge that and involve the team in your problem solving process, even if it's just keeping them up to speed on how you're going to address those for them. It really all comes to making sure that they understand that change is being adopted to make their lives easier, more efficient, have happier customers. Those are things your entire organization wants. So as long as you keep beating that drum, that will help to solve some of those adoption challenges. Great response. I love the, the idea of building those champions of change. Connor, this question that's come through is more about data, so I'm going to turn to you. Are there any analytics or data that I should be looking at to give me better visibility in my business? Yeah, you know, keeping keeping proper data, good data in is good data out. So back to the kind of to the the first question throughout the Q and A, it's keeping track of your cash flow like I said, is so important. So being able to understand what's going out and what's coming in. Um, if I have proper actuals that I'm capturing, I can compare that with what I've estimated. I can compare that with what my suppliers are telling me things cost. If I see that and I get that starts that visibility, that starts that what am I actually making on this work? Where do I need to tact and make changes? to be more profitable, to upskill my staff. Any of those items will come from those, those analytics and the data if something as simple as, as my costs and my cash flow. This is one question we touched on a bit, but I'll give you another opportunity to expand. Customer loyalty has been a struggle for my business. Can you give me any advice or strategies for improving customer loyalty? 
Yeah, I think the first key to that is is find out what the challenges are. Listen to your customers. Where are you missing out on opportunities to provide them the best service that they're looking for? Um, so that kind of goes back to the customer satisfaction surveys. There may be things that you think are going okay, but they're disappointing in the moment that they're delivered. So, so put those feelers out and find out what those are. And then it also, you know, we've talked about it a bit, but go back to are you using the right tools to meet customer expectations today? They're different than they were two years ago. They're different than they were five years ago. Are you giving your customers options and convenience? Um, those are things that will make it really easy to improve that customer experience, which will improve loyalty. Um, and then you can look at, you know, how are you enticing your customers to, to make a reference uh, to, to their peers, to their colleagues, to their friends? Um, those are things that they know that that you appreciate the fact that they might go out there and, and say your name in a good light, that goes a long way to kind of building that trust. But first step that you can't skip is find out what they're seeing as where it's falling short so that you can put the measures in to address that. That is the end of the questions that we've got coming in. I'd like to now ask the panelists if there's any further questions that they think we should have posed or perhaps any comments that they would like to add before we end. I think we covered a lot. You know, I don't have any other questions that I would add to it. My only other comment would be to plan ahead, plan for the future. Um, anybody that has been in construction or the trade services for any bit of time, we've gone through the roller coasters. Everybody has felt that. We felt the good times, we felt the bad times. Plan ahead for those bad times. You might be in the good times right now, but those will will find their way back down you know the the endless roller coaster so that would be my one comment that and using technology to plan is going to be a massive benefit for you in the future yeah and i think as you're looking at that technology and how you're going to ride out those good and those bad times keep your team at the center make sure that they know that you're paying attention to what's going to keep them more efficient better educated and your customers make sure that they know that their experience matters to you um, and that will help to see you through. So however you look at adopting technology and, and adapting to the current scenario, if you keep those things as your central focus, um, you'll find your, your right way through and the right solutions. On behalf of Simpro, I'd like to thank all of our panelists for joining this presentation. In particular, I'd like to thank Miranda McKenna and the team at Kickstand for helping us to deliver the results of this study. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. It was a pleasure joining you guys on this webinar today. And I'd personally like to thank Laura Theodore, our Chief Customer Officer, for her time. Yeah, thanks so much for the opportunity. It was such a pleasure to join you so we can share the results of this great study. And Connor, thank you so much for all of your insights. Of course, uh, thanks for having me. Um, it was fun. Are you hungry for more data and want to see more results? If you're interested in learning more about Simpro's 2023 Voice of the Trades report, check out the link in this episode's description. Thanks for listening to Trades Tools and Talks, the Simpro podcast helping you work smarter. I'm Carly Huckles. Talk to you next time.